Hey y'all, Olivia here. Or you may know me as Ed DeFed. I'm sharing my journey going from an eating disorder to now fit and fed. I'm hoping that by sharing with you guys, I can teach you how to gain and maintain a healthy body, mind, and lifestyle. Let's get it. Okay, so today we're going to discuss depression. And I want to share with you guys kind of my story and my history with it. So I was about, I want to say 13 when I first started feeling different or depressed. And um, what exactly did I feel? I felt there's a sense of hopelessness and just kind of alone just a sad feeling that is hard to explain and you can't really place and then I wasn't diagnosed with depression until I was 16 um, I, when I was diagnosed with depression, I was also diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and anorexia nervosa, an eating disorder. Um, so it's kind of 15, 16-ish is when um, we figured out kind of what all had been going on and causing me to feel this different way. Um, and... When I was diagnosed, um, I was lucky enough to find a center that was specifically for eating disorders, but they also had me meet with um, an individual therapist and a family therapist and a psychiatrist along with a nutritionist and a general doctor. So they just kind of had everything. Um, So I got medicine prescribed for my anxiety and depression and then a therapist that I could kind of talk through things with um, and share what I was feeling. And this kind of system of treatment, at the time, you know, it felt, it was a lot, you know, I was being thrown into a lot, um, but it was definitely positive. I definitely felt taken care of. Um, I definitely fought it a little bit. Like I knew that it was for um, my general well-being and it was, you know, for the best, but being still so young and so overcome by all these negative forces in my head, um, I do have to say that, I, you know, I wasn't all for treatment at first, um, but as the years went on, it was, I'm definitely, and as, you know, today, I'm so thankful for it. Um, and then, it's been about five years since my diagnosis. Um, and today I, like I said, I am beyond thankful that, um, there was a center and a community out there that just could hold me accountable and help me in every aspect of my life with every, you know, mental disorder that I was facing. It really got me on track and I wouldn't be where I am today without it. Um, I, let's see. Okay. Um, depression definitely impacted 
day-to-day life and um it still does five years down the road um I think once you're diagnosed with depression it's not something that ever goes away it's just something that you learn to handle and cope and deal with um so how um can depression impact living with oneself well for me it makes living with myself harder um you definitely i definitely find myself beating myself up a lot um telling myself that i'm not good enough that i need to be better that i'm not um i have not accomplished enough or um I don't try hard enough in anything. Um, It just makes dealing with, you know, emotions that everybody has, you know, that negative self-talk. It just kind of, when when depression is um, at its, my depression's at its highest, it makes my emotions harder to cope with. um, And I feel very hopeless. that, you know, these negative things that I'm feeling about myself, they feel true and they feel like irreversible. Um, you know, if I say that I'm not making enough money right now or, um, you know, I don't have friends. I don't really feel like I have close friends right now. Well, it, the key word is right now. Um, and we usually can recognize that, okay, this situation isn't permanent and things will get better and there's steps that we can take to change our situations. And that's what we learn through recovery and treatment is we learn those um, methods of coping. But for me, living with myself with depression, um, it it has made it harder to realize that things can change and I'm, you know, not doomed. Um, and then it's also affected my social life. So dealing with depression definitely makes you more consumed with yourself, not, you know, in like a stuck up way, but just your thoughts are overwhelming. So it's harder to be as social and you're not as enjoyable to be around. So I have struggled um, almost my whole life, probably since elementary school with making and keeping close friends. So I you know, I do have friends, um, but I I feel lonely a lot of the time, um, and I have uh, for almost as long as I can remember. I never really felt like I, yeah, I just didn't feel like I had friends. Um, you know, I would look at other girls or other people my age and stuff and just see them surrounded with like their close group of friends or you know at school you you'd see you never see one girl without their best friend or their you know little group of friends and I just never felt like I had that um you know and I and that's not necessarily true like I did have good friends but I wasn't in a place that I could appreciate them and appreciate having them so um I kind of did that to myself um and I honestly 
probably still do, you know, I'm much better at it. But it it does make having a social life harder. Um, And then it also affects just family relationships. So I... I'm the youngest of five kids, um, and I honestly am not close to at least three, two or three of my siblings. Like, it just, I get in my head so much that it's just hard to create bonds, even with family. Um, You know, I'll talk to my parents, and um, I have nephews that I just play with them, but um, I I don't have close relationships with my cousins or aunts and uncles or anything like that. Just kind of for the same reason that I I never had many friends. Um, just because talking to people was hard for me. I was so in my head. Um, and then, you know, when I'm so in my head, it's hard for people to talk to me. So I just kind of avoided people. Um And then school life, that's also kind of goes back to social life, which I already touched on. Um, But in the classroom specifically, I definitely have always strived to be a straight A student. Um, But I had a hard time doing that. sitting in the classrooms, um, I would just analyze situations and analyze the people around me and um, just find every reason to beat myself up um, because I didn't have any friends in the class and I couldn't make any friends and I felt judged and I felt like I wasn't as smart and, um, you know, it just was a negative, never-ending negative cycle, so it made it hard to pay attention in class and then... um, made it hard to get good grades and it made school a very negative environment for me and a very triggering environment um also because I had anxiety and an eating disorder so it you know it all kind of compiled and school has never been a place that I have enjoyed whatsoever um I mean since like seventh grade pretty much so and then at college I like, okay, so high school, I graduated early, um, because I wanted to get out of there as fast as possible, and I had my therapist and school counselor help me with that, um, and then I was like, okay, I'll try this college thing, maybe it'll be better, and it definitely was not, so I, um, took a semester off of college to kind of reset, And it was like, let's try a different school and see if that's better. And it was, it definitely was. um, It's a smaller school um, and I I commute and I don't stay on campus. And it's just, it's a, it's a better environment for me. So I've kind of, kind of started to figure out um, how to make school a positive place, but it, it's not normal experience. I've never had a positive experience with school um, throughout my um, journey with the depression. So throughout this journey, it's very important to have support. Um, and that can come in many different forms. For me, I would turn to, like I said, my individual therapist. I would see her once a week. 
Um, that really hasn't changed. That's just something therapists are so helpful. I, I, I think get a negative connotation. But anyway, um, my therapist is someone that I've always turned to for support and guidance. Also, my parents, I've been really blessed to have parents who are really supportive and non-judgmental and, and that I can talk to about anything. And then, like I said, I didn't have many friends to turn to for support, so that wasn't really something that I could utilize. I do actually have a couple close friends that have been with me throughout my journey that, um, you know, just have stuck with me through it so they know what I'm, I've gone through. And I have been able to turn to them for support some, um, which has been nice just having someone my age to talk to. Um, but it all depends on our situations, who we can turn to for support. You know, I have, my siblings are older than me and I, I did have one sister who I talked to some. Um, and then, so another thing about depression is that, you know, really bad depression can lead to suicidal thoughts. Um, you know, and I've had the question, Olivia, have you dealt with suicidal thoughts? And I have most definitely actually. Um, and those people that I would turn to for support, um, have been very influential in you know, <laughs> my decision in dealing with those suicidal thoughts. Um, that's why having a support system is so important is to, if you get to that keeps you from that really low point and keeps you here on this earth if and when you do get to that really low point um so I I let's see um I've never tried to commit suicide I have thought about it um you know it it can come on really fast and people can be be closer to suicide um, and be thinking about suicide and hide it really well Um, and that's really scary when you don't really know that someone's dealing with that Um, and pretty much everybody in my life outside of maybe a friend or my therapist would not know that I was dealing with those thoughts Um, and that's that's kind of sad so you never know what someone's going through honestly that's a pretty cliche phrase, but it's so true. Um, and there's there's no tips that I could give for getting past suicidal thoughts. Um, it's it's just I'm here to share my experience and say that I've been through it, and um, it's scary and it's hard, um, and it makes you stronger for sure. For sure, it makes you stronger when you come out on the other side and realize your potential um, and just the wonderful blessings that this world is. But yeah, um, I would say people don't know a lot about depression and, you know, if you never dealt with depression, it's hard to understand it. It's hard to understand a mental disorder that you've never had. Um, That's... I'm so thankful, honestly, that I've had them so that I can, you know, be here and be a support for people going through them because who better to 
help you through something than someone who's been through it, right? Um, but I feel like there's lots of things that the general population needs to understand about depression. Um, and one of the main things is that it's not a choice. And I know that's pretty cliche too, um, but it's so, so true. Um, people, I think, make depression out to be something um, very light and not serious. Um, but it very much is. And especially with, you know, not especially, but even if it's just on its own, like for me, it was that much harder, uh, being mixed with anxiety and an eating disorder. It was really hard to figure out where thoughts were coming from and yeah, what was true and what wasn't and what side of me was telling me what things, um, it just felt like it had a lot of voices in my head telling me all these different things and you have to figure out what's real and what's not and what to believe and what not to. Um, I think we all can attest to that to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, just that depression is very real. Um, is there's really no other way to put it. Just when someone is telling you they're dealing with depression to just not shrug it off, not blow it off. Um, and I think that supporting someone with depression is another hard thing that people don't understand and don't know how to do. Um, and honestly, it differs by case and by person um, as to what they need and how to support them. Um, but honestly, it's an accountability person, um, someone to ask you how you're doing, um, someone that you can turn to and be honest with if you're feeling suicidal. Because um, I know that personally I felt very scared to talk about my suicidal thoughts because I was afraid I was going to be judged for them um, or someone was going to overreact or tell me something that would just make my thoughts worse, um, which is part of the reason I didn't, you know, necessarily talk about them with a lot of people or very often. So just being a non-judgmental, open heart and a shoulder to lean on and an ear to listen is one of the most important things that you can do for someone with depression. So that is kind of my little self-interview on my journey with depression. It's obviously a shortened down, condensed version. Um, but I want to leave you with that. And I hope that um, you can do with it what you will and can help open your eyes a little bit to what depression is and how real it is. And yeah, um, so enjoy your beautiful day and your beautiful, beautiful smile and faces. I love hearing and seeing from everybody. Um, so I love you all. Thank you.